Welcome to No More, Risk Better, a Credit Sites podcast. I'm Winnie Caesar, the Global Head of Strategy. And I'm Zach Griffiths, the Credit Sites Senior Investment Grade Strategist. As strategists, we aim to make sense of the macro and the micro, highlighting opportunities and the risks facing the fixed income markets. As important as the macro call may be, we understand that credit investing at its core comes down to keen single name selection, and we at Credit Sites benefit from the expertise of our team of over 100 analysts across the US, Europe, and Asia. This podcast offers a look at the conversations that we have with our analysts on a regular basis. If you are an investment professional focused on the wide universe of fixed income, you'll want to give this podcast a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Credit Sites podcast. My name is Winnie Caesar. I'm the global head of strategy here at Credit Sites. And today I have with me someone who is very familiar with the strategy role and is probably a familiar voice to many of you podcast listeners. Erin Lyons, she is now our global head of business strategy, but she used to be our market strategist. So I have taken over in her amazing footsteps, and she is forging the path of the brand new credit sites, which is what we are going to discuss today. Erin, thank you so much for being here. Winnie, thank you so much for the great introduction. And I was very happy to pass the strategy baton to you. You've done a great job building the franchise. So thank you for doing that. Oh, you are so welcome. It's a mutual admiration society. We should get t-shirts. Exactly. (laughs) So let's start at the beginning with the new credit sites. What is the new credit sites? How did it come into being? What should our listeners be expecting? That's a great question. And we are very excited to tell everyone about what we are, um, what we're doing at the new credit sites. So if we go back a little bit on our journey and remind everyone, Credit Sites was founded in 2000. And in 2021, we were acquired by Fitch Solutions. What we saw at the time is a real opportunity to combine the Credit Sites business with Covenant Review and Levfin Insights, two of the other businesses that Fitch had acquired in 2018. And over the past now two years, we have been building um, this new integrated platform and really spending time thinking about how we can be a more useful and relevant service provider and create content that really resonates with investors and those involved in the global capital markets. Um, And that's what we've been doing. And it's been a really fun journey. And we're excited to tell everyone about what we've done and, and what we have to come in the future. That was a great introduction, Erin. I know that as a former Credit Sites user before I I joined the firm, we also used the Covenant Review product and we're very familiar with the LFI product at my old shop. And it's so nice having the kind of from the deal inception all the way into the Covenant analysis as a strategist and having that resource available to me has been wonderful. So I'm really excited to see what our clients think of it. And as we educate more people on how these products can work together, I think it's going to just be such a wonderful momentum builder and kind of spiral into a lot of other great things. So you mentioned content strategy. I think probably a lot of our core listeners have a good idea of what legacy credit sites provides, the you know fundamental view on companies. 
what are the core strengths of our new sister companies in Covenant Review and LFI? That's a, a great question. And Covenant Review is really the leader on documentation analysis. And what we have is a team of about 25 lawyers who are really partner-level lawyers who go through the indentures and help investors in particular figure out where they could be at risk for these loopholes that may may be available for the issuers. We cover everything that's $250 million in size and larger on both the high-yield bond side and on leverage loans. We have teams in both New York covering the U.S. markets and in London covering the European markets. Um, The Levin Insights team is a team of journalists who break news. A lot of what they spend time on is the primary market, giving you insight on who's bringing a deal to market, how they plan to size it, who are the lead investors, and where they think pricing may be. They also do a lot of investigative reporting to figure out what hot topics may be driving markets and investors should pay attention to. With this comes a very large set of data. So if you want a source of market stats on both high yield and the leverage loan markets, LFI is the place to go. And Winnie, I know you've been working with the team on some of the data. Yes, absolutely. They have a wonderful repository of data, not just on leverage loans and high yield, but also on the CLO market, which is something that comes up quite frequently when we talk to investors in both the investment grade and high yield markets. So that's been a wonderful resource. And I just want to give an anecdote. So today, the FTC came out with new draft guidelines around regulatory scrutiny of mergers. And we're looking at this and trying to figure out, you know, is this a report? Is this something that we should write about? And it's wonderful to have some of our colleagues at Cover Review who are lawyers who can get in the weeds on this kind of legalese and more regulatory angle rather than just kind of putting it to the analysts to try and figure out what it means for their specific sectors. Instead, we can bridge all of those things together, which has been a super interesting endeavor. So let's talk about the new content. How are you finding that the combination of these three companies is allowing for expansion? So I think the most relevant place where you'll see the expansion of the content set across the three has been in special situations. As we thought about our content strategy and how we could be of most use to the global markets, We came up with a pyramid approach of thinking about where we allocate our resources and how deeply we can cover a credit and go into the hot issues. In this pyramid, we have four layers. The top one is this deep coverage, which really is special sits, which is the combination of our credit sites analysts on the sector side paired up with almost desk analysts who have a lot of experience in workouts and restructurings and help our clients really understand what may happen in some of these really hairy names. Some examples that we've covered are Avaya, uh, Incora, you know, Rite Aid, SVB. We swarmed with a number of team members to really get in the details of what the SVB implosion could mean, not only for the global bond markets and all the way down to the holders of those notes. And Winnie, I know you and your team did a lot of work too on and hosted a webinar on the impact that case had on where you thought spreads would go and what was happening in the space. Another name that we cover 
uh, in the special sets team is 3M. So it's not just the high yield names. It's things that have some complexity to them and require an extra um, extra set of hands and a deeper dive into what could be driving the outcomes of those bonds. We then also have a legal analyst who is part of the special sits team and also dedicated reporters and journalists who are really helping kind of feed this loop of information flow across the team members. So I think special sits is, is the best place to highlight that. Um, on the next layer of our pyramid, we have what we're calling full coverage. And this is the credit sites coverage. We write earnings notes. We do sector analysis. We have our market strategy, of course, with Winnie and her team. And we come up with recommendations on about 1,200 credits across the markets. Well, as we do this analysis, we know that there's about 3,200 global bond issuers in the major indices. And we needed to solve for how we cover those uh, additional 2,000 credits without hiring another 200 analysts. This is often very small issuers with a long tail. So we launched something a few weeks ago called Credit Sites Financials. And we now have downloadable financial statements with as-reported data for currently about 2,100 names. And we're increasing this to 3,200 to cover almost all of the public issuers in those indices. With that, we'll also have key metrics, some se sector-specific stats, and um, segment and geographic revenue distribution charts. So this was our approach to give you, you know, some information to get you on the path of understanding a credit and its scenario and how it's performing without needing to really add to the team. The next layer, which in the bottom really strong base of our pyramid of coverage is formed by all of the data sets that we have from risk products and LFI and covenant review. Risk products is our quantitative offering that produces a credit quality score that is trained on sector specific models to really give you a sense of how a credit's um, profile compares to its peer group. We have this on about 35,000 issuers with the new version that is launching in September. So that really gives us more quantitative inputs on thousands more names that are out there to really increase the coverage that we can offer. That's an amazing expansion of coverage on the risk products and credit sites financial side. And I'm so excited from the strategy perspective to be able to kind of package some of that information up at a more aggregated level and provide clients with interesting sector strategy ideas, rating strategy ideas, downgrade risk potential. All of those things are really getting beefed up in the new combined credit sites company. I also wanted to do a quick shout out to the Bixby angle, which is something uh, that I'm really excited about. Bixby is a company based in Chicago that Fitch has done an investment in, and they provide private leverage loan data, private leverage loan fundamental data, which means that we can tap that team to get access to aggregated leverage stats, and other information so that then we can compare the overall health of the leverage loan market to the overall health of the high yield market. And we recently put out our inaugural report focusing on just that. 
I think that Bixby has plans in the work to add public loans also to their uh, portfolio of coverage. So it'll be a really exciting endeavor to have them as a joint resource for credit sites going forward. And Winnie, on that point, I think what I'm so excited about with the Bixby partnership is if you look at our product portfolio and where we have gaps, it's in the credit sites coverage of private securities. We all know it's really difficult to get access to those financials unless you're participating in the deal. And Bixby can be that key for us that really helps us get in there. And then we can put our analyst team on analyzing the credits and producing the same type of work that you see from our public market analysts that everyone knows credit sites for. We, um, if we look at Covenant Review, a lot of what they do is focused on the private market and they have really worked on their permissioning systems to make sure that we can deliver the content clients are are able to view directly through the platform. Same with LFI, they do a lot of work in the loan space. So this really will help us complete the trifecta of what we can offer to loan investors specifically. And it's just, we launched our first report this week and we've already had a tremendous amount of outreach to get access to that report. So we're very excited to continue to build our loan business. And it's really nascent stages on the credit site side. And it's it's very exciting. It's so exciting. I mean, one of the top things I hear from clients is that the loan market and private markets are so undercovered and they're massive now. They're so big compared to, you know, the regular way U.S. high yield market. Isn't there as much outstanding in loans as there are bonds? That is that is correct. And then also when you think about the world of private credit and how there's kind of an, an overlap between the leveraged loan market and private credit, there's just so much to do. It's uh, a really fun and exciting time to be expanding into that universe. What so, will be really, one more point, and something that will be really useful, I think, is, you know, I used to be a high yield analyst early, <laughs> early in my career and trying to figure out where companies were versus their covenants, like how much more room do they Mm. have in certain tests um, and in their capacity baskets, you know, the the pairing of this information and data will allow us to give that information to clients and say, you know, hey, heads up, this company does not have a lot of headroom left. Mm So I think the benefit of me being in this position and Matt Floto similarly as, as head of leverage finance for us is we were analysts and PMs and we've done the jobs of our clients. So we're coming to our product strategy jobs with, um, with an eye on what, you know, what would have been useful to us and really working with clients to figure out what we should be doing. That's a really great point. And I, I do want to give a shout out to Chris Snow, who's our head of research, because he's been very focused on building an analyst team that has a lot of that background of buy side or sell side so that all of the credit sites analysts have a really good kind of in the weeds understanding of what our clients are doing on a day-to-day basis. And then having you and Matt really leading the strategic efforts, it's been really exciting to see. And I think that we will definitely be going far. So what have clients been saying? You just mentioned that you have a lot of requests to see this uh, new launch of a, a loan report. What other feedback have you been getting? So there's a couple of buckets of feedback. I think 
consistently our product is very strong and very much appreciated. I think the insights and the depth at which our analysts and journalists and lawyers go to to understand and explain situations is um, really a hallmark of what the three businesses provide. And I think what's been nice to see with this integration of our three content sets is we're all extremely high quality and, you know, there's no weak leg of the stool. So we're really supporting everyone um, together, which has been great. Uh, Other feedback, you know, our new platform is fantastic. We've really tried to make it user-friendly and make all the information that we have available um, much more accessible. Our company pages are built in a way that you can easily find things. There's so much more (laughs) packed into the site than we had on any of the three separate sites. Uh, I think getting clients to log into the new site when they still have access to the old has been our biggest challenge. So if you're listening, please log in to V2 um, and enjoy the experience. But the biggest request we have from clients is, is more. Just do more of what you're doing. Figure out how to cover more names, provide more data. And it's very nice to hear that clients are very supportive of us and want to see us succeed. Yeah, that has been a nice change of pace moving from the <laughs> side to the credit side side. Clients echo that one. <laughs> actually, actually, they like me now. It's, it's they tell really, us stuff. They like give really you insight. Helpful. <laughs> yes, yes, we're, exactly. we are par- partners rather than you know someone to be suspicious of, which is a very lovely thing. So you just mentioned the new website. How can clients see this kind of power of the combined company? And if we have listeners who aren't Credit Sites clients, what should they do if they want to come see the the new website? (laughs) Great. Um, So if you are a client and you're logged into creditsites.com, you should see a banner at the top of your page that directs you to log in. Your permissions have been transferred. So you just have to click that, put in your email and your password and you will be synced through and you can see all that we have to offer. One of the design changes or decisions that we made when building the site is we wanted to show the headlines of everything that we wrote. We first had it separated. So if you didn't have permission, you couldn't really see it. The clients came back and said, we want to see the headlines. Even if I don't have access to the article, we want to know what the team is writing on. So if you have access, click through or go to v2.creditsites.com. If you want to check out what we're doing, if you type in creditsites.com, you will come to um, kind of our marketing landing page, and there's a request a trial button on that page. And you also can look at some of the case studies we have published and learn more about our combined business. That's excellent. So Erin, you have spent so many hours talking to clients, educating them about the new website. You could probably do this in your sleep at this point. Do you have any hot tips or tricks on the new website? Any favorites that you have developed over the past few months? So I think um, my favorite like discovery, what is it, Taylor Swift's like Easter eggs that I found was we have indentures for almost every bond out there through Covenant Review. So I was clicking around on a Walmart company page and I found an indenture from 2002 that just one click took me right to that doc. And I just thought back to all the hours that I used to spend when I was an analyst, like looking for those filings. 
Um, in terms of efficiency as well, with our new CS financials, you can download the as-reported information right to Excel. But additionally, we have source tagging. So when you click on a number, you can see where in the K, Q, or press release that's sourced from. Additionally, then you can download the K right from there. So it's we'll make it a little bit more efficient. So it's not three clicks and maybe it's one to two clicks to get to those docs eventually. But this is a really good shortcut for investors looking for docs. Um, another favorite is Covenant Reviews Bond Compare. Winnie, you were a high yield analyst, right? At some Indeed, point? I was. Yes. Do you remember going through covenants and you had to like summarize the terms and see what mm -hmm. differed? So we have tools that do that. Firstly, our flash reports. When a bond is in the market, um, the team comes up with a short couple page summary of the key terms and compares that to what is standard in the market or the average for the market and highlights where there's uh, massive differences. So that's a huge time save. And then additionally, a tool on the site is one where you can compare different docs and it creates a red line of what differs across the agreements. And I've played with it. And even across the same issuer, there are often a lot of changes, which I never would have caught as an analyst. So that's that's been fun as well. Um, last one, I think, is just the volume of content has been incredibly surprising. Um, the LFI, you know, I think across the three sets, we're publishing more than 100 articles a day. LFI is out with like, you know, 50 to 60. So there's just a constant stream of information. And last thing that's been really great is the team. Just bringing together wonderful people who are very smart and motivated and dedicated to these businesses has really been a pleasure. Um, and it's been a fantastic opportunity to try to figure out how to build this company. Yeah, I love having the LFI team, especially up in the office, because it makes it they're feel loud. A, oh, I'm what? I'm saying they're loud. <laughs> oh, they're, they are a bit loud, that is for sure. But it, it makes it feel a little bit more like a trading floor rather than just a research cave. And I think it's been helpful for the analysts too to kind of hear that steady stream of chatter and news flow, you know, for an analyst, more information is always better. And having the LFI team just right there kind of at their fingertips, I think has been a really kind of fun addition to the office at least. And we even added um, a module or two to the new to credit learning program mm -hmm. from the LFI team. I think it's a new issue from the point of view of a journalist. Mm -hmm. Something So yeah. Lots of information. Lots, lots so much information <laughs> um, that our clients now have access to. So let's wrap it up. What's next? Other features, any content, anything else you want to tell about that is in the pipeline? Uh, we have a lot in the pipeline. So I'd say for the rest of the year, the big things that we are focused on right now are... Um, getting risk products up and launched and really expanding the coverage. We're adding a dashboards concept where you can view portfolios or indices or sectors across all of the data metrics that we have. Right now, it will be things like our risk products data, our recommendations. Um, but as we get uh, all of our financial information organized and sorted, you'll be able to look at, say, leverage across the sector or leverage across your portfolio. So that is coming. 
uh, loan coverage, we're going to continue to ramp. We launched with one name this week, and we are aiming to have about six covered in the next month or two. We are, oh, this is a good one. I forgot about this, Winnie. We're coming out with fundamental scores towards the end of the year. So we are kind of taking out, so in addition to our regular recommendations, we'll produce a mm -hmm. fundamental score that focuses on how our analysts view the fundamentals of the credits they cover with a fundamental score. So you can easily compare them across the sectors. High yield flash reports are coming. Um, and then kind of a little simple one is our new mobile app launches in a couple weeks that fully syncs with the site um, and has more functionality than our old one. So I think that's the bulk of what we're doing over the next couple of months. That's, that's, that is a lot. I have to give a shout out to all of our tech and developers who have been yes. working around the clock for the past it's 12 months great. on all these things. Yeah, but I you know, really encourage everyone to check it out. We're really proud of what we've built and excited to show people what we have and what we can do. Yes, I am too. Erin, thank you so much for joining and telling everyone about the new credit sites. This has been a pleasure as always. Thanks, Winnie. Thanks for having me. And thanks everyone for listening. If anyone has any follow-up questions for me, you can always reach out to me using the Ask an Analyst function if you are a Credit Sites subscriber. If you're not, like Erin said, head to creditsites.com and reach out to us via, via that free trial messaging system. Thanks, Erin. Have a good one. Thanks, Winnie. Credit Sites Disclaimer. All price references correspond to the date of this recording. This podcast should not be copied, distributed, or reproduced in whole or in part. Neither Credit Sites nor its affiliates makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of any information contained in this podcast. Credit Sites is not providing investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, is not providing research or making any recommendations, nor is Credit Sites offering or soliciting any transaction with respect to the purchase or sale of any security. The receipt by this listener of this podcast is not the giving of advice by Credit Sites or its affiliates.